In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we ask your Holy Spirit upon us. As we prepare and anticipate the birth of Jesus, open hearts to receive the great graces prepared for us. Amen. Pray for everybody. <coughs> Excuse me, getting over a little cold here. The words out of Zechariah's mouth today in the gospel are, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, for he has come to his people and set them free. She's really praying with that. The first words out of his mouth. This is a man who for nine, ten-ish months was unable to speak. Because if you remember from two weeks ago, he was in the temple and he was told that he was going to conceive a child. He didn't quite believe the angels, so the consequences were. He was unable to speak for until it happens. It's, let's say ten months. Just under a year, he was unable to speak. And after all, these, all this time of, of not speaking and just listening to the world around us, to his wife, to the family, to all these people in the world, the war, when he first was able to speak, his tongue was loosed, and he spoke, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He chose, to, he chose to use his first words to praise God. He took the opportunity that was given to him to praise God in all these times of, of reflection. Now, I was praying with that, you know, sometimes it could have happened in his life, in theory, I guess, that the opportunity, when once he was finally able to speak, he could have been angry with God. The words out of his mouth could have been like, finally I get to speak. What a dumb punishment that God made me not speak for 10 months because of a question I had of the angel. He could have had a list of people who had, he had a grievance against. He could have been like, now that I can speak, I want to say this to you and this to you and this to you. Now finally I get to use the words out of my mouth. I'm going to use it for anger or for vengeance or for, for getting back at those who I think have wronged me. But he didn't. He took the opportunity given to him to praise, to praise God. So I was praying with that, reflecting on the whole idea, the concept of just like the opportunities in our lives. Because life is just one big opportunity. But in general, there's, there's different times and opportunities. We can choose to do the right and the good, especially before the eyes of God. Or we can choose to do things that can maybe draw us away from God. Plenty of examples. Think of the whole Christmas season, right? All you kids are here. Kids, who's excited for, for Christmas presents? Woo! Okay, a bunch of lying kids in the church. Awesome. So, you know, like, we're excited. Christmas presents are a thing, right? You have lists, you write letters to Santa. It's like a thing. Now, it's just fine. Everything's a balance in life, right? You should get your kids presents. That's totally fine. And kids should enjoy the holiday festivities. But well, think about that, especially for you kids. Is it just like Christmas is like, I want this, I want this, I want this, that person has that, I want something cooler, I want something bigger, flashier, the newest system, the newest toy, I don't know what kids want. I want, I want, I want. Or an opportunity in your life, really, to just kind of pause and appreciate the things you do have and appreciate those who make these things possible for you. The immense amount of comforts that we already have in our lives and those who have made it possible for us to have these. So an opportunity to either desire more things or an opportunity to appreciate those things that we already have in our lives. For you as parents, think about the holiday season. Is it just about the opportunity, like, I really want to make the holiday season, like, magical for my children, and you stress yourself out about, like, okay, there's an elf on a shelf somewhere, I have to make him important and cool and interesting. It's like you kind of, you get stressed and overwhelmed with the day, shopping for this, shopping for that, preparing for that, which, once again, everything's a balance of life. Or, because of the season of, as you prepare for Christmas, it's an opportunity to say, you know what really matters in life? is God and my family and the, my relationships and those things that I do have in my life. 
and it showed the time of appreciation during these, these kind of crazy busy times, that can, we can use the opportunities to pause and appreciate what God has given us in our lives, in a general sense, right, as a community, especially as a church community, right? We could think about what's going to happen next week, right? We have two masses and two obligations, all these things. Christmas, Christmas is the busiest day of the year throughout the church. Visiting the Friday, visiting the Easter, Christmas is the busiest day. You know, we have, we have coined the phrase, creasters, ever heard of that? People only go on Christmas and Easter, it's a common, common phrase. Called creasters or CEOs, Christmas, Easter only, whatever. There's a lot of those. And there's an opportunity for us to judge, opportunity for us to point fingers and to be annoyed because somebody took your parking spot or somebody's sitting in your assigned seating here at St. Thomas Church, right? Or, right, more importantly, we as for, for us, we're at Mass on the random Sunday, third Sunday of Advent here. It could be an opportunity to show kindness, patience, an actual authentic Christian life, that this is how we do as Christians, as followers of Christ. We want to show you God's love. We want to show you that this is Christ's home. You're only here twice a year. Okay, God bless you. You're here at least twice a year. But listen, the love of God is deeper than that. What is St. Paul preaching today in Ephesians? He's, this is, I was really like, drawn to this reading today. He says, This was according to the eternal purpose which was realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and confidence of access through our faith in him. He continues, that you, you being rooted and grounded in love, may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, length, height, and depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Because we, as followers of Jesus, the goal of our Christian life should be to bring others into the fold, should be to bring others and show others the love of God, whether it be the random priesters, those who come to Mass, not usually, whomever, the next, this week, especially during Christmas, or your family and friends, whom you'll be gathering with this week, you're going to see them, what's going to be your, your M.O.? Are you going to say, oh, did you go to Christmas, did you go to the fourth Sunday of Advent and at Christmas? No, it was two masses and two obligations. You're a sinner if you don't. You're pointing fingers and judging. Or just, hey, did you go to Christmas Mass? Wow, you even miss Christmas Mass? You know, I love going to Mass. I love going to Jesus. I love being close to God. It brings me happiness. It brings me joy. It brings me peace. Not in a judgy way, but in a way of showing I know the depth and the breadth and the depth of the love of God. I want you to experience the joy that I have. These are opportunities in our lives, whether it be judging, critical, or patient, people's journey, and showing them the love of God in our lives. A perfect example of that in our families is how will we, this Christmas season, really make peace with those who we have a grievance with. Friend and family and relationships are very challenging. Sibling relationships are very challenging. And there could be problems therein. Do we want to extend peace, or more importantly, do you have the humility to ask for forgiveness where you have hurt somebody? That can be good, a perfect opportunity to evangelize, to show people the love of God. So besides the community, as kids, as parents, as a community in general, at the, at the end of the day, the reason I sleep well at night is because every human being is responsible for their own salvation. So for you, given the opportunity this Christmas season, as you prepare for one week from now, to really bring in the birth of Jesus... How are you preparing your heart and your soul for the, to receive Jesus? Read the Gospel of Luke, at least the first two chapters, to really read the, the Word of God from the Annunciation, from, from all the way back from the Annunciation, all the way to the birth of Jesus and the Magi. All these come from Luke. And you can just read the first couple chapters of Luke and really enter into the, 
to the season. Pray the rosary. Pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. We are meditating on the Annunciation, the birth of Christ, and the presentation of the temple, the beginning parts of Christ's life. These are very beautiful things. This Thursday, we have confessions. As followers of Christ, especially as Catholics, we should go to confession minimally, minimally, before Easter. But I think a good, a good standard to have is bef- always before Christmas, always before Easter. This Thursday, we'll have 20 priests here for confessions. 20. Only half of them are Chaldean. So if you think that I'm going to judge you, go to the white priest. They'll be nicer to you. Okay, right? <laughs> like, like, go to confession, right? And I would really challenge if we're going to hit this hard here, right? Imagine if every father in this room took their spouse and children and they were going to confession. And they saw you go to confession. They saw you humble yourself and say, I am imperfect. I'm in need of God's mercy. And God has given me on a silver platter his mercy in the sacrament of confession. And all you went together. And then you prepared yourself for Christmas. You prepared yourself for the birth of Christ. So my brothers and sisters, all these opportunities in our lives to appreciate the gifts in our lives, to be needy and judgy and wanting and greedy and materialistic, or to be simple kind and forgiving. A lot of opportunities. The goal for me, the goal for all of us as followers of Christ is to not squander, not to waste the opportunities in our lives to continue to show the love of God, to live in the love of God, and to find peace in the birth of Jesus. Amen.